Welcome to CooperCast, the Touring Japan episode. This is your host, Al's caboose, John Sachs. We talk about touring, particularly about Japan, where Al was very popular. I mean, if you're the band leader, you're probably like really busy with stuff. Whereas if you're in the band, it's less of pressure, I would think. Yeah, I always wished I was just in the band. Even Okay. Especially yeah. since... I was just in the band with other people. Yeah. And uh, it was much better than being the band leader. You went out with Joe Walsh as part of his band, right? Uh, out for two months straight. Yeah. yeah. And actually, he said that he joined the Eagles because he was tired of running his own band. It, he wanted to be a band member and play music and stop running things. Well, then he wanted to be Joe Walsh again. Yeah, which I could see. Uh, when you did overseas tours as Al Cooper, a solo act with a not a solo act, but a with my band, with your band, who arranged those tours? Were they arranged booking agents from overseas or from here? Usually from here. Okay, but but they had the facility for uh, being able to book overseas. Yeah, yeah. Most booking agents do. So they would figure out that there was an audience in this country, and they would set up. I assume that they would partner with somebody from that country. Booking agency from that country. From that country. And then they'd fight over and split the take. Yeah. They get, this guy gets some, this guy gets some, and you don't get squat, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly. Yeah. When I had um, the my band, The Funky Faculty, Yeah. it was great because... Uh, uh, we were very close. Yeah. And we mostly, uh, whenever possible, had fun. Yeah. I think you went to Japan. Huh? J- Japan? Yes. And how long was the tour in terms of weeks or days? Usually two weeks. So in that two-week period, you'd give concerts, presumably in the evening. Well, every... A few days because we'd have to travel. Right. I mean, there's a certain amount of time you're actually doing sound checks and you're actually giving the concert, and there's a certain amount of time you're traveling. Well, if you're playing a concert, your your day usually starts uh, at the venue at 4 o'clock. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And you finish the sound check between 4 and 6. The concert's at 7 or 8? Yeah. Yeah. So that means if you get up at 10 o'clock in the morning, you have a good chunk of the day to... Depends how far you have to travel to the gig. Right. You from be, where you're staying. Yeah. At that time of day, usually rush hour starts. Oh, right, which in some countries can be a real nightmare. Mm-hmm. Japan is interesting because of all the places in the world we play... It's a place for some reason where I'm the most popular. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like uh, not Beatle-like, but close to it. Wow! Just like you know, people waiting all all around the doors of the venue because they know it's sound check, right? Stuff like that. So, uh, but we get you know we we're pretty good at that in Japan. I used to wear a mask. When we went to the venue. To disguise yourself or for yeah, health? Yeah, yeah. 
tour disguise. Yeah. Wow. So the language thing, obviously, is tough. I mean, in some countries you can guess, but I assume the Japanese is just like, you never have any idea what anybody's saying. That's correct, although, I, you know, I learned a bit of Japanese. Really? Because, you know, we, we, we'd go there more often than other places because my popularity is, is probably the biggest in the world there. Yeah. How much equipment would you take? As little as possible. I, the guitar guys would take a guitar. Right. You couldn't take an organ. That doesn't make sense. No, we didn't take drums either. Didn't take drums. No. Okay. So basically just some guitars, maybe some horns? Well, it, yeah, of course. If there's horn players. Well, you can put that under your seat. Depending on the horn. Trumpets and sax. In those days, did you travel first class? Sometimes. Yeah. The whole band or just you? Just me. <laughs> just you and the other guys were packed in the back? Yeah. Yeah. It was a joke, you know. Yeah. Well, if you don't fly first class, they won't respect you, right? You're going to... Oh, yes, they will. <laughs> the highlight of foreign travel were days off. Right. I'd always go shopping. Some members would go sightseeing. Yeah. Although most of the band had been around, so they'd also go shopping. Shopping for what? Whatever they were interested in buying. I was looking for uh, records or CDs or stuff like that, especially in foreign countries. If you went out shopping in Japan... Yes, I did, Tower Records. Would you just go on your own and deal... Yes. You wouldn't work... You'd deal with the language, however. You walk up to the counter and you hand them the stuff and they ask you for money and you give them money and whatever. Pretty much. Yeah. At the venue, was there translators? Well, you... you I mean, I've, I've forgotten it, but at the time, you know, you had enough Japanese to get by. Oh, really? You knew some phrases to get... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I would assume that they... That was a, that was usually tough because that was the country I was the most popular in yeah. of any country. Mm. So there were a lot of extreme fans. Oh. You know, like at the hotel Oh, and like that. So you couldn't just stroll around much. Oh. Although I didn't... I don't recall having much problem at Tower. Yeah. In Japan, in Tokyo. Huh. I just read somewhere that Tokyo has 40 million people. <laughs> New York City has like eight. It's like. Well, when's the last time they counted? I don't know. Uh, eight million. Yeah. It, it, well, metropolitan New York has, I think, 20 million, but still 40 million people in one city. It's, 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 it's hard to, you know. Now, in Japan, what music of yours did they? do you think they related to the most? Was I have it? no idea. Okay. What I, would you do on stage? I would look at what albums were released in, in that particular section. Okay. And try and uh, keep the repertoire within those yeah. or, you know, or new stuff. Did you sense that, like in Japan, that they were into, did they know about Super Session? Did they know about Blood, Sweat, Tears, you think? These are all really big sellers over there. Right. And I think I sold, you know, more records in Japan than anywhere. Really? Yeah. Interesting. That was my big country. And that wasn't the result of having somebody over there working it for you? No, it was, it was just because, well, I would say that uh, 
Columbia Records Japan probably did a great job. Okay. Because, uh, uh, you know, I'd see the ads and everything. Right. And it was, it was, it was tough. There were people in the lobbies at the hotels, you know, waiting. (laughs) So actually, uh, Super Session, the Dylan era, the uh, blood, sweat, and tears, and most of your solo work was all on Columbia. Yes. And they were doing a good job in Japan. They did a, they did a, well, they did a great job, you know. Yeah. Generally speaking. Yeah. But Japan was big. Yeah. Because uh, when we'd play, we'd play much bigger places than we played in other cities and, and, and countries. This has been CooperCast, Touring Japan episode brought to you by a 4 p.m. sound check. Give us questions for Al at alcooper.com on the CooperCast page.